Hey everybody, this is Scott from Extraordinary Adventures welcoming you to the 13th episode of EA Radio. Uh, today I wanted to discuss something near and dear to us here. Lessons I learned from planning a group cruise. Why is that so near and dear? Well, just today, just yesterday, no today, uh, we finalized the final payment for the final passenger on an Affinity group cruise that we um, that we planned over the last couple years. Um, and I thought that today was a great time to um, teach the lessons that I learned from planning a group cruise. So that if you don't use Extraordinary Adventures to plan your vacations, which I don't know why you wouldn't, that seems insane to me, but if you choose not to, I wanted to give you the information that you if you, you could do it without us. Um, hopefully again, you'll come, come to us. So let's start off. I put everything in chronological order. Um, meaning things you're going to want to think about from the day this idea dawns in you say, hey, I'd love to go cruise with my friends. Because cruising with friends is definitely better than cruising alone. Think about it. If you go on a cruise, one of the things for most people is meeting other people at the bar or at their dining table or, or at the nightclub or wherever they happen to be. They bump into people at the, at the, in the spa, the, in the hot tub, they, they start chatting. And you wind up with people that you, you become like, friends with, like in real life, not just on the cruise. You become Facebook friends, you, and then you maybe cruise with them again. And that was the, that was the, um, the, I, I forget the word I'm thinking, the, 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 the inspiration um, for why I did this one. It wasn't because I wanted to necessarily cruise with the people that I knew in my personal life, right here, right here in Orlando, um, but they were welcome too. It was to meet up again with the people that I had cruised with over the last several years. I wanted to get together again. So, uh, when that idea pops in your head that that's what you want to do, uh, you'd love to get together again with friends that you haven't seen in a while, or maybe you want to do something locally. Uh, let's say you're doing a bachelorette or a bachelor party, or maybe you're doing something for work. Um, there's a million different reasons why a family reunion cruise. There's a million different reasons why you might plan a group cruise where everybody goes together. So, this could be used by anybody. Um, so, you decide you're going to do this. What's the first thing to do? I'm going to make a suggestion. Select the cruise line, the ship, and the sail date by executive decision, not democracy. You might think, oh, well, I want everybody to have a say in this, that, and the other. Well, if there's 10, 15, 20, 30 people in your group and everyone gets a say, you're never going to get through this process. They can't get a say in every single thing that happens. What you're going to want to do, though, through your executive decision is figure out what cruise ship, cruise line, price point, time of the year, all these other factors that go into it, it are going to benefit the most amount of people. So for instance, probably going to be harder to get people to go on Christmas. It's probably going to be harder maybe to get somebody to go on a Caribbean cruise during hurricane season. So you have to think of different times of the year that people, maybe you, maybe you know a lot of your friends, like let's say you're going on a teacher's group and teachers all have off in the summer. So maybe you make it in the summer. Maybe you don't make it in January when everybody's in school and can't get off. Um, so you just think about everybody that's in your group. Think about their particular needs the best you can. And then pick something to the best of your ability. You're going to exclude some people no matter what you choose. Whether you choose through democracy or executive decision, there will always be some people who cannot go. But if you do this smartly, if you think about it and, and put your brain to it, um, you will choose a ship, a sale date, and a price point that will work for a lot of people. You'll be surprised how many people you'll be able to get um, to join your group. 
Then once you've got that figured out, get yourself or your travel agent, preferably your travel agent, because at this point now you're handling a group. It's not just you and your husband or wife, not just you, you and your, your boyfriend, girlfriend. Now you're handling a group of people. You really don't want to do that yourself, especially because for most cruises um, like this, travel agents don't charge you anything. They're, they're, they're going to make a commission from the cruise line. Sometimes it will be a, a planning fee. Sometimes there won't. really depends on the, the group that's going, where they're going, if there's a lot of pre-hotel, pre and uh, pre and post-hotel uh, uh, hotels. Sorry. Pre and post cruise hotel stays or, or activities or excursions. So in other words, it's not just the cruise. Then you may see that there's going to be a planning fee. But for the most part, if you did a Caribbean cruise right out of Port Canaveral in Miami with your friends and family, you're not going to get charged a fee by the travel agent. So if you're not going to get charged a fee, why not take his or her advice, time, expertise, uh, whatever, to do the work for you? So now I'm going to assume for the rest of this episode that you're going to hire a travel agent to do this. Get your travel agent, figure out who he or she's going to be, and get him or her to book you on your preferred cruise line the second their booking schedule opens up. Meaning, we're sitting here, it's now September of 2019. Let's say, I don't know, every line is different, but let's say that right now in September, XYZ line that you want to use opens up their schedule for 2021. So a year and a quarter from now. Now, generally speaking, it's actually going to be longer than that. You want to get the second that it opens up. Why? When cruise, when cruise lines release their schedule, the rate that they release that day is one of the lowest, if not the lowest rates you will ever see for that cruise. Again, including all BOGO deals or family deals or any deal, that day's rate will almost always be the best. And you can lock that rate in with the group cruise. And it will be held for two years or however long. It's something like, um, I think it's 120 days or so before your sale date. Uh, that they'll pull the rooms back that you haven't used. So you have up until from the day you book until that, 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 that final close date to just hold those rooms at that rate. And you'll see rates climb and climb and climb and climb. And people are going to be shocked. Hey, how did you get this rate so cheap? You're going to look like a hero because you locked it in incredibly early. They also will throw in some perks, some offers. Of course, if it's brand new, availability is wide open. You can get any room you want. So if if, if you're going with a you know, group of 20 people, so that's 10 rooms, let's say two per cabin. And by the way, most times with these groups, it's based on double occupancy, not three, not four. So you're going to have to speak with your travel agent and make sure if you've got a lot of families going, that's something you're going to need to think about. Um, but let's say you have 20 people going, you've got 10 rooms. Let's say you want all those 10 rooms together on deck nine, right in the middle of the ship. Well, if you do all this, very early on, the chances of you getting that are very, very high. If you wait, you won't get it. The other thing to remember is that when you, um, and I'm going to get into other important deadlines later, but I, I want to touch on this right now because it seems relevant. Um, when you create a group booking, some of the perks, offers, OBCs, whatever, um, have not expiration dates, but they're called early booking discounts, early booking uh, onboard credits. And you have a certain amount of days from the day that you, the, the cruise planner person, um, from certain amount of days from that date that you've chosen to say, okay, travel agent, boom, book me. Up until 60 days, 90 days, whatever, each line is different. 
the people need to book in that window to often get that OBC. And if they book beyond it, they won't get the onboard credit or the perk or the offer. So just keep that in mind. Um, so now the next step, you've got it booked, figured out where you want to go, figured out um, your cruise line, all the rest of that. What do you do? Well, you have a long time. People are not going to really want to book a year and a half, two years out, but you're going to push as if they're going to. You're going to tell them all the benefits of doing it now, and you're going to post it on Facebook, and you're going to post it on Twitter, and you're going to email, and you're going to call, and you're going to talk about it every time. The only way that you're going to get this group to get the numbers that you want and get all the people to come with you is through repetition. You've got to brand the idea in their mind. You tell them once, three weeks they're going to forget you told them. you got to tell them constantly. It's got to continue to be said until they're like, oh, you know, uh, Mr. Smith is having that cruise. We should consider going on his cruise. But they won't think that unless you've said it a thousand times. Remember, they won't book with you until they're ready to book. And if you haven't been saying anything, when they're ready to book, they'll start looking around for what's available. You don't want them looking around. You want them to remember, oh, I'm thinking about a, a cruise. Well, Mr. Smith has a cruise and let's go with him and the group because that sounds fun to do a group cruise. So promote the heck out of it constantly. Then, once you start getting people interested, remember to remind them of specific um, deadlines that occur, like that OBC uh, special perk discount. Um, the other thing to remind them is the last day to book into the group. Because let's say you know it, 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 it's coming to an end, November 1st is the last day, Put a little pressure on people to say, look, hey, November 1st is the last day. If you don't book by November 1st, you're going to miss out. And all these rooms, all this availability, all these great rates, all these great perks are going to go back to the cruise line and they're going to charge today's prevailing rate, which will be significantly higher than the rate that, you, um, that you've reserved for them by pre-booking. So remind them of that. Um, once you get past that, then whoever has booked, remind them of the final payment date, which will generally be about a month or so after. So you want, and you want to hit them, hit them, hit them. Don't let anyone go to the last day. You want to make sure that they're booking at least within days of, in case there's any problems. Um, and then the final thing to remind people, when they book, to make sure they get travel insurance, no matter when they go. Like right now, we're sitting here in hurricane season, and Hurricane Dorian just skirted by. Uh, fortunately, everybody here was good. Um, but what would happen if somebody got sick, somebody got hurt, there was a, God forbid, terrorist attack, a uh, hurricane uh, you know, who knows what could happen. So you're going to want to make sure you remind them that within a certain amount of days of booking, there's a window. Now, you can buy insurance pretty much any time thereafter, but within that window, 14 days, 21 days, every, every insurer is different. You have to book in that because you want to um, qualify for two things. One, pre-existing condition coverage. So if you have any conditions, um, and we can talk about that later. You can give me a call. We can give me an email. I can tell you more about that whole deal. If you have pre-existing conditions, and you want them covered, you got to do it within that window. The second thing, um, if if your insurer offers cancel slash interrupt interruption for any reason coverage. So for most cases, they'll give you 70, 80 percent, 100 percent, whatever it is of the covered reasons. But then there's another little stipulation that you can get a plan that allows you to cancel for any reason. So for instance, if your dog got sick, they're not going to let you cancel because that won't be a covered reason. But under this, you'll get 70, 80%, whatever each, again, each share, share is different, of what you've laid out, you'll get it back if your dog got sick. So you won't lose money. So you're definitely going to want to make sure you book your insurance within that, um, that, that time frame. Uh, the next thing is 
you're all thinking about it, you've got some people booked in, you want to start discussing and reserving excursions. Now this time, more democratically, because now they're on the cruise. Now they, they're part of this, they, they're invested in it, um, but still take the lead. Do some of the homework yourself or have your travel agent better yet do some of that homework present you with ideas for each of the islands that you're going to be stopping in or the countries that you, if you're doing a Mediterranean cruise or a European cruise, have him or her go over the options, present you with those options, and then present those options, like maybe two or three in each port. Because each, or, or yeah, each port, um, because each port um, could have a myriad of options. You don't want everybody thinking, well, what about this? And then you have people breaking off and splintering off. Now, I will say, but that's fine too. It's again, it's it's their cruise. If they want to go do something, their own. But many people are signing on to this because they want to be a part of the group. So you want to have at least one planned group excursion in place for each of the ports. Um, but again, put that into a Facebook group. Have everybody join that group, or or however you like to do it. If you want to do Twitter, Instagram, I don't know, whatever anybody likes to do. Um, but make sure it's a real-time thing as opposed to email or text messaging. You want everyone to see it and you want everyone to interact with each other. Uh, you don't want everybody emailing you and then you're emailing everybody else. Get it in there. Have them think about it. Have them decide on it. Take the lead on it. But then make sure that, okay, here's what we're going to do, guys, because this is what the majority of people want to do. And then make your reservations. Get, get, get that stuff figured out. Um, the next one you're going to want to do is you're going to want to pay attention to your cruise planner, your whatever each one of them calls it something different it's the thing that once you're booked they have online an area where you can buy some a la carte items for instance your internet package your drink package your dining package excursions you know whatever else uh, massage there are things that you can buy in advance you're going to want to as the tour conductor and again you're probably going to just uh, want to lean on your travel agent for this because he or she can help you with this you're going to want to let people know when there are drink package deals, internet deals, dining deals, because often they'll put out sales. The thing to know about these cruise planner deals, most lines, I don't know if all lines, and you're gonna wanna, again, check per line, most lines will allow you to buy, let's say you buy the drink package, and two months later they put it on sale and it's 30% cheaper. They will allow you to cancel the first one and repurchase at the, the new price. Here's the trick with that. Book at a good price, not what you think may be the best price. Book at a good price, something that you'd be comfortable paying. Then if it goes down, awesome. You can cancel yours and rebook the new one. The problem is if you wait for it to go down and it never does, or worse yet, it goes up. Now you could have gotten it for that price two months ago and then you're kicking yourself. So make sure that you can return it and if it's refundable, um, Book it at a good price, what you think is a good solid price, and then wait for it to go up or down. Um, so that that's, the, and, and you want to do that for dining, if you want to do that for, and you want to keep your group involved in that Facebook group. What you should do is invite your travel agent into that Facebook group uh, so that he or she can make these announcements and whatnot. Um, the next thing you're going to want to do is you're going to want to discuss flight plans and pre-cruise hotel stays to coordinate any pre-cruise meetups or activities. So for instance, we are having most of our people coming in the day before. Um, so everyone's going to be here, so we're planning some kind of event, a meetup, uh, uh, just a, maybe a place to just go out and, and uh, a quieter place. You don't want to go to too noisy of a place because you're talking about people that either haven't seen each other for years or have not even met each other before. And you want to use this opportunity to have this pre-meetup so that when they're getting on the cruise day one, 
it's not about, hey, do I know you? It's about, oh, I met you yesterday. I had a great time with you. And now you're kicking off the cruise from day one, from the second you board, with people you know and you like and you're ready to party with. You don't want to have the break-in period happen over a day or two. And it could be a day or two because some people may not be able to find each other for the first day or two. It could take time. So if you have a, a way of telling everyone, hey, everyone come in early. Everyone stay at this hotel or that hotel. Let's have a meetup. Let's get to know each other so that we are ready to go for day one. That's totally a democratic thing. That's not something you can do by executive decision. You need to get people involved in that. Now, you've got all this figured out. Everything's done. Everything's, you know, all your, all your, all, all your ducks are in a row. The thing for you to do now is to organize um, a document that shows group events um, that will happen throughout the week of your cruise. Um, you want to keep that amount small and flexible. So, for instance, you don't want to have 10 different uh, meetups a day every day. First, you yourself may not want to go to 10 meetups a day every day, but people won't go to every event. The less, the fewer events you have, um, the better your turnout will be at them. If you have 10 events, two people show up here, two people show up there, two people show up there. If you have one event, then all 20 people are going to show up to the one event. You want to make sure you keep it flexible. You want to make sure you're paying attention to what, for instance, on Royal, they call it a cruise compass. Uh, Oh, I forget. Everyone has their own name for the um, the different planners that they put out. You want to keep an eye on the planner and look at when the, the shows are or belly flops or port stays or whatever. You want to put your events into the calendar where the most amount of people will be able to go. Again, keeping um, in mind that, yes, this is a group cruise, okay? But everyone has limited days and limited dollars. So for a lot of your folks, this is not going to be just a group cruise, but their own individual vacation. And it may even be your only vacation for that year or for that six months or whatever. And you may not want to do all group all the time. So keep that in mind. Be respectful of that. Um, so that and that's the plan. So you got the plan. So now you're pretty much done. Everything's been done. Soup to nuts. Everybody understands. Everybody's on the same page. Everybody's booked in. Everybody's got their drinks. Everybody's got their excursions. Everybody's got the plan because you've emailed them the, the, the itinerary. The last couple things to think about. One is I personally am buying the professional photo package. I think maybe a few other people will as well. But I want to see my friends and family forever. I want to have, I want to capture this great memory. Um, I'm going to invite them all into different shots throughout the week. So I will have uh, that forever. It's not quite the same to do it yourself on a cell phone, doing selfies, selfie sticks, having said, hey, mister, can you come over here and take a photo of us? These professional people, they do it. They do it well. They have the little backdrop, so they, they meet you on the island or they meet you in the port. They, they're good. A couple hundred bucks. Consider buying the professional photo package. Last thing. The tour conductor credit. You may never have heard of this. If you are creating a group, almost every cruise line that I've seen, River Cruise, Premium, Yacht, Mass Market, it doesn't matter. If you're creating a group, they will often give you the tour, the tour conductor, not your travel agent, you. They will often give you a credit for a certain amount of money based on the value of the rooms, how many rooms, blah, blah, blah. So let's say that's 500 bucks. I don't know. It could be a thousand bucks, depending. Like if you're doing a premium line, it could be higher. Uh, 500 bucks. That 500 bucks does not belong to your travel agent. That's not for him or her to decide. Oh well, I'll give some people OBCs or I'll 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 take more commission for myself. That's your tour conductor credit. If you want to decide to give your travel agent five extra bucks because he's been doing a great job, a little little tip, 
that's up to you. But that money is yours. Now, as the organizer, you can do a few different things with that. One, you can just say, hey, I did all the work. I'm taking that $500 and I'm reducing my cruise fee, my cruise fare. Or maybe I'm going to go into a junior suite or something like that. I'm going to bump it up uh, because, uh, again, I, I did all the work, so I should get the perks. The other thing you can do is you can give everybody more OBC, uh, onboard credit. I apologize. Uh, you can give people more onboard credit. Um, or, I mean, there's other options. Or what, what we're doing is I figured out, uh, as a travel agent, I'm taking all my friends with me on this cruise. I don't want to make money on my friends. So, oh, that was not supposed to happen. <laughs> Home-based business. Um, I'm taking all these, these people on, on this cruise. I'm, a, I'm the host. They're my friends. I don't want to earn money on them. So I'm taking all my commission, putting it in a fund. I'm taking, because I'm the one who's also the tour conductor, I'm taking the tour conductor credit and putting it in the fund. And I'm taking that fund and I'm going to buy my friends and family, uh, you know, t-shirts. I'm going to have like a group cruise t-shirt made, which is a great idea. Um, I'm going to maybe buy them dinner or drinks. I don't exactly know what I'm going to do with that fund, but I'm not going to take it for myself. There's nothing wrong with taking it for yourself. You can do that. But these are options of things you want to consider. Just remember, it does not belong to the travel agent. That's the thing I want to make sure that I, I drive in. The, there are, uh, say this as politically correct as possible, shady? Shady is a bit, a bit strong. Uh, maybe some people who wouldn't tell you everything you need to know. I don't work that way. I want you to know everything. So they may not disclose to you about the tour conductor credit. And if you don't know about it, there's no way you're going to get it and they could take it from them for themselves. So talking Dr. Credit belongs to you. That is pretty much it. If you have any questions, I know this was a lot to cover. I'm talking 22 minutes, a lot longer than I thought. Um, but the, again, there was a lot to cover. So if somebody wanted to do a group cruise, here's all your stuff. Remember, there will be some show notes. You'll be able to, to, to look through them and, and get some of this. But better yet, just email me, scott at myextraordinaryventures.com. That's scott at myextraordinaryventures.com. Ask me your questions. I'm happy to help out. And if any of these questions are, are great, um, give me your first name, where you're from, and I'm going to give you a shout out on the air and, and share that question with people on the next show. Uh, additionally, if this does sound like a handful, and believe me it is, call me. I'm happy to work with you as a travel agent on this. I've done this before. I'll do it again. I know how to do it well. Um, you'll be in good hands. So you might want to just consider just outright hiring me to do it. Um, so that's it. That's it for today's show. Uh, remember, we're no longer on YouTube, but we are on iTunes. And as of today, we are now also on Google Play. So you can find um, you can find us on those two things. Uh, but be sure to spread the word. Tell everybody about our Facebook page and our Twitter page and our our, our, our iTunes and our Google Play. And where else are we? We're on LinkedIn. We're on Pinterest. We're on Instagram. Whew, it's a lot of work, but we're on everything. So make sure you get out there and you spread the word, okay? So that's it. Until next time, we'll catch you on the next episode of EA Radio. Thanks, guys. Stay tuned. Ciao. Bye-bye.